I'll probably need you to do the majority of the talking, <laughs> which is a good thing. It's your episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Kara. Hey, Megan. No voice, Megan. <laughs> no voice, Megan. I mean, right now it's like I have a voice. It's just raspy. It's not quite in the sultry, raspy voice. You sound like a smoker, like you've been a smoker for yeah. 95 years. <laughs> hot. So, I sound very hot. You do. I know you. what you're saying. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. This is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. That's right. And I'm Megan. I'm Kara. And we're doing remote because Megan has no voice. Yeah. I got on the Instagram earlier just so they could hear my voice. And I was like, you know, this is just karma for how much I talked about never getting sick. And now exactly, just going to eternally be sick. So mm-hmm. I need to learn to shut up is the thing. It's fine. Okay. I have something important to say before we get started. Okay. Now, in a recent Patreon episode, we did an episode about J.C. Dugard. Yes. And one of the things that happened to J.C. when she was kidnapped, her kidnappers told her that if she tried to escape, there were Dobermans outside the door that would attack her. Mm -hmm. And this led to me (laughs) telling a story about how Dobermans don't like me. And nobody came at me over it, but... I did see some posts in the Facebook group and I was like, oh no, did I come off like, like I didn't like Dobermans or like Dobermans are bad dogs or something? Cause listen, let me explain to you, to everyone listening. I love yes. every dog. Oh, yeah. Even the dogs that don't like me, I right. still love them. I want them to love you. Oh yeah. My life goal is to someday take over my parents' farm and turn it into a retirement community for old dogs. Yep. And I will go to all those surrounding area shelters and adopt all the old dogs. Yep. And I will love them and take care of them and let them die peacefully and happily on my farm. That is my life goal. Yeah. So I definitely did not mean to say that Dobermans <laughs> are bad dogs. I just have not had good experiences and they don't seem to right. like me. But as soon as they will let me love them, right, I will exactly. love them. <laughs> So that's the first very important announcement I wanted right, to make. Right. Every, everybody needs to know Megan loves all dogs. I would never say anything bad about dogs. Right. I really hate how like um, pit bulls get villainized. Like I really, oh really hate God. that. Oh my God. Those big smiles that they have are just the best. I know. So I definitely did not want to villainize another dog. <laughs> so just to be clear, I love Megan all of you and everything. all of your dogs. <laughs> And then the other thing I wanted to say, if you're not in the Facebook group or if you haven't checked in there lately, there's this really awesome thing going on right now where everybody's sharing pictures of their like witchy tattoos and it is the best. I freaking love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love seeing everybody's tattoos anyway, but especially the witchy ones. And someone got a tattoo of our artwork that we sell in the store. I think that's what started it, isn't it? I think so. I I can't believe someone tattooed. That is wild, right? Like, I mean, brilliant, amazing, amazing. wonderful. It looks great. Yeah. It looks really good on a body (laughs) of a goddess. Her body of a goddess. Yeah. Uh And so I just really loved it. Yeah. I love it a lot. Okay. I guess that's all I had for you. Okay. Before you get into your story. Listen, my story, I wasn't even going to, like, I didn't even know this existed or happened until, um, you know, the building we just recently purchased to put the coffee shop in. Yeah. I think I've made a couple of posts on, not posts, but stories on Instagram. I'll share on Instagram and Facebook again about it. It has a body of water that runs underneath it. I thought you were just going to say a body for a second. And I was like, well, excuse me. Oh, no, there's probably those as well. 
because we've seen some clothes down there. But there's a body of water that runs underneath it. And when it rains really hard, it's like almost up to the floor. Oh, my God. It's really wild. Like we cut a square into the floor. Um, and Tyler went down in it one day when the water wasn't so high and he walked the whole length of it for downtown and it goes under several of the downtown buildings and then it goes out, like opens up by the health department. That's so cool. Yeah, it is. So, uh, this lady that owns a, um, contempt building next to it, who refuses to sell it or do anything to it. She thinks the city is responsible for fixing it for some reason. (laughs) I don't know why, but she calls it the storm channel. I think, I think that's what she calls it. Storm something, storm water channel, something like that. She refuses to call it Creek. So we had to go through all these steps with like the local FEMA department to prove like floodplain insurance and like prove that it's a historic building and that we don't need to raise the floors and all of this wild mess. So in the process of going through all of that, we discovered that the bank that is literally right across the street from us one time had people walk through this body of water to attempt to rob the bank back in 1955. Oh. Yes. And so I got on our, there's this page on Facebook. It's like, you grew up in Jesmond County if dot, dot, dot. There's all these older people constantly posting on it. Like, remember when this happened or remember these pictures that are no longer there. It is so much fun. So I was looking through it to see if I could find any more about this and, you know, local, you know, country (laughs) people um, were making some comments about it. And I was like, this is gold. I have to do a story on this. So um, 1955, January 17th, around 1.30 a.m., there was a blast that just like woke the town of Nicholasville is what the article said. It was an earth shattering blast and someone was attempting to break into the farmer's bank vault. Okay. These people had, they think that they had originally done it a week, maybe a week before, or at least a day before they tried with a smaller amount of whatever they used um, to bomb the building. Uh, and they didn't get it. So they came back the next night or morning, I guess morning. And they're like, we've got this. I'm just trying to picture people waiting through. I don't know how many, they never caught the people. So I'm just trying to picture like people waiting through this. I'll send, I'll post videos too. Cause we have some videos of underneath there, like waiting through the bottom, knowing exactly where the vault is in this bank to put explosives where they're supposed to and go. they were underground when they were wading through it? Yes. Was yeah, the yeah, yeah. already there? Yeah. So I was just looking up, just to tell people a little bit about Nicholsville. It's like, it's just south of Lexington. A lot of people think of it almost as just like a part of Lexington, but it's not. Yeah, I mean, like a little arm of Lexington. It definitely has its own separate culture, I feel like, from Lexington. Mm-hmm. Like Nicholsville mm-hmm. is very much its own place. And oh, for sure. I just looked up, I, this actually surprised me. I was wondering how big of a place it was in the 50s. And the 1950 census. Oh, it was hopping. Well, the population in 1950 was just 3,400. And now it's like 32,000. But there was like downtown was hopping. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, all the downtowns of everywhere, even downtown Lancaster, Kentucky was hopping in the 50s. And it it is not anymore. <laughs> Although no. I love it. I love it there. It's not hopping. Yes. 
I know. See, that's the thing about downtown Nicholsville too. Like we're one of maybe three businesses that are trying to do something about keeping the downtown alive. Mm -hmm. And even though a lot of people are like, Oh yes, this is amazing. Like keep it going. Let's all take like follow suit. There are so many people that have problems with it and you're just like, why? Yeah. Like there's one comment this guy made on our Instagram yesterday when I posted a video, like, look, we're no longer condemned. Like we did all the necessary, you know, fixings <laughs> for it. And then in the new building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the new building. And the guy was, this guy was just like, that's not going to do anything. A small town coffee shop. What do you think you're going to do? And I was like, oh, buddy, I wanted to comment and be yeah. like, who are you to tell like, me, me that my goals and aspirations? Operations are too small. <laughs> and also, have you met me? I'm Kara. Yeah. I, I make things. Watch happen. what I can do, sir. Ugh, people. People. Anyways, he probably was around for this blast as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there was a late shift switchboard operator. She said, you couldn't imagine something like that happening. Her name is Ruth Overstreet. She, I'm sure, was just, like, getting all sorts of phone calls and just, like, people freaking out. Like, what is going on? What is going on? What is going on? Like, people just, like, constant calls like that. Mm-hmm. 72000 in paper currency and silver was in the bank vault at the time. Robert Jeter who was the bank's executive vice president, said that there was about that amount of money in there. So it's not just like a guess. 72,000. Yeah. Yeah. Which back then. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Okay. So just for fun, I looked up what is $72,000 today. Yeah. And it's like $803,000. Oh my God. Yeah. That really feels like it was not that long ago. No. Yeah, the inflation is insane. So it wasn't that long ago. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, There was also a waitress at a Main Street restaurant who heard a muffled thud. She said she ran to see a plate of glass windows at the Martin's department store next to the bank shatter and fall on the sidewalk. And then she immediately called police. So back to the uh, switchboard operator. Also to think that there were switchboard operators not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, my aunt, my papa's sister was a switchboard op- operator, and I just always thought that sounded like the coolest thing. I absolutely would have been listening in on everybody's conversations. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> she said there was a man that called into the city who was a dispatcher and said, blow the fire whistle. There was an explosion at Farmer's Bank. She flipped the switch for the fire whistle. Also, the fact that there's a fire whistle. I uh, know. I love it. It said it was then volunteer firefighters. In the, the Sodder Children episode, remember they had like a oh firefighter God, yes. phone oh, tree. The worst <laughs> fire department <laughs> ever. It took forever for them to get there. Yes. So it said her switchboard was just red with firemen calling in, everybody calling, wanting to know what was happening. She said, I got so excited answering the calls that I forgot to turn the whistle off. <laughs> <laughs> it says when um, sunlight came up, the destruction was clear. It shoved the back walls of the bank two to four feet outward, oh, wow. allowed parts of the ceiling and the roof to cave in. A beam in the wall next to the department store was pushed four to five feet to one side, buckled the floor, knocked a six by eight foot hole into the opposite wall. Investigators said that they believe a cabinet from the vault was blown through the roof and fell back into the building. Wow. 
Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all over mm-hmm. again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo, uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top-of-the-line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh, got a so straightener exciting. and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so bright. Handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I have totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay. So I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly, wavy hair. So it was a huge game changer for me. It dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny, which I noticed immediately. Mm-hmm. I didn't even need to straighten it afterwards. And usually I do because usually I have all those wild like curls left over. Yeah. The wind power on this thing is intense. It's wild. Like I turned it up. I was like, let's play with these buttons. Okay. So it has three magnetic styling attachments. They're all amazing. You know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's right. going to be so tangled. Not with this one. Nice. And it's magnetic. So it's great. So right now, you guys, our listeners can get 30% off their first order at timobeauty.com. T-Y-M-O beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to TYMOBeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. So it says that there's people that remember driving through town and just watching people early morning just picking up change and money that had blown from the bank onto the streets. It's just like nickels, quarters. Some even had like dollars. So did the bulk of the money get taken? All but a thousand of the 72,000 in the vault was recovered. Oh, so they got it. They took it, but they got it back. A lot was gone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so somebody made out with a thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 So it was just like some of the bent and damaged coins were taken to a local dump along with other debris from the blast. But then there's like, I saw on the page, there's coin, like a bunch of these people still like commenting on these pictures of in that little Facebook group said that they still have bent coins or they have like pieces of marble from the bank that they use for like baking and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, this is wild. I would love that. Yes. Such a random little moment. They said that as the state fire marshal and the FBI investigated, you know, the next several days, they found an operation that took some planning and time to do. The blast was said by investigators to have been caused from nitroglycerin being set off from a point inside the vault, which was reached by drilling through the four layer brick walls and a quarter inch steel wall. So the explosion had ripped open that steel layer. But the burglars had apparently dug a tunnel about 60 to 65 feet from a walled-in section of Town Branch, which is that water down below. 
they call it in here a creek, but if you're Miss Sally, um, you're going to call it a, a stormwater channel exactly. thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he said he could see a part of the vault's foundation and there's like all this debris and stuff. Like you could see all the stuff from like the creek. So they had to have been, they had to have dug that tunnel out beforehand, right? Yes. I mean, they had to have done that. So this had to have been in, in the works for a while. Exactly. So and do they know if it was multiple people? I mean, I know they know they don't know who did it, but do listen, they know if it was more than looking one? at some of these comments, some of these people are like, mm, I've heard around, what is it that, oh gosh, Tyler listens to KSR and they call it, oh crap. What is it? Just like gossip, but they call it something. Uh, scuttlebutt. They call it scuttlebutt. Oh, yeah. The scuttlebutt. Yeah. So <laughs> the scuttlebutt is uh, a bunch of people know who it is, but they just never told. Well, that was, I mean, it has to be because, again, this is a town of 3,400 people. Uh, yeah. And it was 4,260. So we're talking about somewhere between 34 and 4,200 people. They yeah. absolutely know Oh, who for did it. sure. Come on. Yeah, it's a for small sure. town. Exactly, exactly. So listen to this. A janitor a few days before said that he noticed some cracks in the plaster. He said he reported it to the bank, the vice president of the bank, who said that the cracks were due to the natural settling of the vault. So the janitor thought otherwise. But now, I mean, these are just my words and opinions. Don't come at me, bank person. (laughs) But what if he knew about it? Allegedly. 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 Right. I mean, yeah. And he could have been like, listen, don't even pay any more attention to that. Forget yeah, just don't, don't worry about it. I've already taken care of it. But I mean, you know how my building was in the salon side. And I was just like, are these cracks supposed to be at the ceiling? And everybody was like, yes, Kara, it's normal. So yeah, we can see straight through to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is this happening? Okay, so the Jesuit Journal reported that there are no suspects and no records. So then they said temporary repairs allowed Martin's department store to reopen, but Farmer's Bank was so badly damaged that it was forced to open a temporary window for transactions in the first National Bank building about a block south on Main Street. Hmm. Can you imagine being those employees and having to, like, go work over there? I know. Due to all of this mess. Could you just be like, my bank got robbed. Can I have the week off? (laughs) Exactly. Like, this is scary. So, like, did they recover it all immediately? Or I wonder how they recovered it if they don't know who did it. So they said at the end of 1954, before it happened, the bank reported a little more than $3 million in deposits. At the end of 1955, I'm sure, because people were freaking out, deposits decreased to $2.9 million. Oh, so they're like, we're yeah. not going to put our money there. <laughs> no. No one was ever arrested or prosecuted for one of the more unusual crimes in Jasmine County history. One of the officers was quoted, we don't know who did it, but it was either an inside job or an outside job. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's really okay. Sir. sounds great, sir. Sounds amazing. That's profound. Thank you. That is the answer to it all, sir. Either that this person did it or it was somebody else is basically what he's saying. Like, okay. Right. It, it could be someone or it could be someone else. We don't, we don't know. Uh-huh. Okay. So I pulled some quotes from the Facebook page because I really just needed to read them. 
Mm-hmm. So a uh, Mr. Jimmy Wells says that Willie Lee Grant was the janitor at the bank, and he told me later that when he went in on Sunday to tidy up, that there was a long crack near the vault indicating something was amiss. There's no concern. Of course, that set off some speculation of an inside job. Also, another story was that the first policeman who arrived on the scene said, It's nitroglycerin. I can smell it. Ah, those were the days. God, I just love your <laughs> accent right now. <laughs> I like how when we become Facebook people, we immediately yeah. do that persona. It's great. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's any Facebook person we're reading. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. It has to be. Okay. Uh, Mr. Tom Ashley said, apparently the robbers tried the previous night with a smaller explosive charge. Having failed, they went for broke, so to speak. No one was caught, though the police were pretty sure who did it. They had actually tried a night or two earlier, but used too little explosives. They must have tripled the dose. The switchboard operator lady, uh, her son is actually the, oh, is he the city clerk, I think? The people you go get your driver's license from? Is that who that is? Circuit County Clerk. Circuit Clerk, yep. yep. Whatever you are, Doug, we love you. Um, so Doug was apparently like asleep as a six-year-old in a cot because his mom was that switchboard operator. But he said that when they got older, when he was like teens, um, that they used to go in the water channel and get quarters and whatever else coins they could and take it to the local movie theater and go watch movies. <laughs> but the bombing years previous took care of their little movies. Well, that's great. That's just, yeah. What a happy little side effect. I know. So yeah, people are just like on that page. I'm going to pull that Doug said I can use his pictures and then Tyler has some videos of, like, walking through the water. And then we have some of the water, like, up to the top of the wood. But, yeah, I want to go, like, see if there's any coins in there. But I also don't because it looks like there's, like, a homeless camp sometimes under there. And I do, it's scary. <laughs> it kind of fascinates me. I guess back then it, it seems like bank robbery was more common. Right. So. Yeah. And also technology was different. Yes. So, like. When I hear of banks getting robbed today, I'm always like, there's cameras everywhere and people carry weapons. Do you really expect to get away with it? And so I was just looking up, I'll put this website in the uh, show notes, but the clearance rate, which means the solve rate for bank robbery is among the highest of all crimes at nearly 60%. What? Which I get that that's still like, it's the highest yeah. among the highest, but like, it's still just 60%. Yeah. Which for one makes me like. Dang, and that's a high. Right, I know that's what I was like. What? (laughs) It did say that eighty percent of stolen money is never recovered. Wow! So if you do get away with it, there you go. You're good to go. Yeah, (laughs) let's go spend it all. I just can't imagine having. I would just think you'd get away with it. Okay, because I I think I'm going to get caught in every bad thing I ever. Yes, I was going to say that, but also like they have serial numbers on them. They know what serial numbers are missing now. Like they keep track of that. So how are you going to go spend that? How are you going to go deposit it into a bank account? Or are you going to give it to somebody, like sell it to somebody else for something, and then that person's going to get in trouble, and they're going to be like, what? I just did this transaction. You buy crypto. That's what you do. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. You invest everything into cryptocurrency. Yes. And you go to a sketchy gas station. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure there's still, like, you take it to some rinky-dink small town. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to know. You'll never get caught. Right. I mean, not that I would ever do that. Right. What if you did that and just got like a money order and then you paid yourself that money order to the bank? So then is that traceable? 
And then what if you took that money order and you opened it? You opened an account at the bank that you were at. Oh my God. Yes. We've got this. And then it's kind of like you gave the money back. So it feels like there should be a loophole. Right. Where right, if right. they end up catching you, you could be like, no, no. It's all there in the bank. Right. Yeah. You all are getting interest on this anyways. So I just gave you more money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. Did it. It's like the I'm paying fees for this. Man, account. it's like the yeah. water life circle, but money, bank robbery money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly the same. The yeah. bank robbery money chain mm-hmm. cycle. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Yeah, that's a that's a wild little story. That makes me want to look into. I'm sure there's somebody I can ask if there were ever any bank robberies in Lancaster. Oh yeah. If you live in Lancaster and you're listening to this podcast, I know there are a few of you, and you know of bank robberies. Yeah, I want to know about. Give them. us all the small town scandal. But yeah, oh let's, God, do let's do it. Let's do it. A series of those small tell scandals. Yeah. Those will be we our side pieces. series we're working on of all your ghost stories. Yes. Now we want you to send us your small town scandals. Yes. Anonymized. Yeah. They have to be true uh-huh. and we're not going to give anybody's real name. Right. Okay. Yep. That's all I want. Or the real town even. We're just going to say here's the right. story. Exactly. Oh man, this will be gold. But also it has to be one where it has to be a story where I can make the accent. Yeah. If Facebook is involved, perfect. Yeah. There is a great podcast. It's called Normal Gossip. Uh-huh. And this is basically what it does is it tells true scandalous stories about normal everyday people. Oh and they're gosh. super anonymized to the point that you'll never identify yeah. who they are. Oh, man. It's really fun to listen to because it doesn't make you feel bad because you don't know these people. Right. It doesn't stress you because you don't know these people. Right. And it is, they are always just the wildest stories and they're so interesting. So that's a podcast wreck. If any of you are looking for something not true crime-ish to listen to, it's so fun. What a good one. Yeah. Thanks for telling that. That was great. Yeah, you're welcome. And now I just want to know who was involved. I know. If you know who did it, you should also email us. We won't tell anybody. We just like to know things. Oh, did I hear Olive in the background? Oh yeah. She just grunted at me like, I'm still asleep in my car seat. What are you doing over there? <laughs> does she miss me? Did you, did you tell her? She does. She asked why, um, we weren't headed to your house after we had sister's dentist appointment. So okay. I had to explain to her that Aunt Megan doesn't have a voice and we'll just have to see her next week. <laughs> okay. Just give her extra snuggles and tell her I love her. Okay. I will. <laughs> Oh, she's so freaking cute. Kara sends me pictures about every day and it's amazing how quickly she's changing. Oh my God, it's wild. Already. I can't handle it. Yeah. Okay. One more thing before we sign off, um, cause we haven't talked about it. We'll mention the Patreon every now and then, but just to do a blatant plug for the Patreon, you guys, we've got right now like 44 episodes over there as well as like Q and A's and videos and just fun stuff going on. And then. If you are on Spotify and you would rather subscribe over there, um, you could just do the Spotify subscriptions, which means you get ad-free episodes. You just don't get all the other extra perks that the Patreon levels get, but the links for those are in the comments if you're interested in either of those things. So. And we're getting ready to do um, some fun things for like Patreon members of all tiers. So if you want to sign up for just that specific month just to get those perks, it's, I mean, what, $5 is the lowest mm-hmm. tier? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a watch party that um, I think we've just about got all the details figured out on and we'll do a post about it soon. And we'll make sure Megan has a voice that day too. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening. Yeah, we love you all. Yes. 
so much. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'm over here trying to do your part too so you don't have to talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>